Are we all aliens? Creatures <laughs> from another life? Maybe. But there's one animal here on Earth that has a better claim to that than any other. And that is, well, let's find out now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the World War Podcast. We are joined today. Oh, my name's Carrie. And we are joined today by Emma. And Dean. I'm here. Surprise guest, special guest. <laughs> and Word Dean's going to tell treat. us something. I am going to tell you something. Tease it a little bit. That's a super tease. We'll get back to that in a second. About alien animals, I think. Aliens, Carrie. I didn't say anything about animals. Oh, I thought you did. Yes, you did. I kind of did. So, <laughs> who remembers the movie Prometheus with Shirley's Theron and I believe, um, what's his name? Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. I do remember that movie. What I was do the, too. What was the kind of basic premise of the movie that, that started it all? Remember? That big old creature? That yeah. big alien that came down to Earth. What did he do? Dropped off eggs. Yeah, laid yes. eggs. Oh, he, that was just, I just said that. Ooh. Really? You didn't know? Have you not seen that movie? I have, you but took you us know. to see it. Good movie, but it does have the classic scene where the giant ship is rolling toward them and they run away from it in a straight line rather than for, you know, many, many hundreds of yards rather than. 10 feet in either direction and get out of his path. It's Everybody a, does that. It's a cartoon that. type of, of a yeah. scene there. It's super annoying. Otherwise, oh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Romy, what the hell? The other co-star with Charlize Theron. The woman? Rooney Mara? Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. I think was in it also. Okay. So, but the idea of what they were doing is what that alien was doing on Earth was he is something that's called panspermia. This is oh. a very specific kind, but generally there's a, there's a theory of panspermia which holds that essentially life on Earth was seeded from outer space. Oh, it's I'll an, bet churchy people don't like that. Church people, I like that. I like Carrie calls it church people, people who believe in religious church. tenets like oh, the vast yes. majority of the human species. You call them church people. Okay, Carrie. I don't, I, are they the vast majority still? Well, in terms of some religion, yes. Yeah. In terms of the whole the whole globe, yes. Hmm. Less so in Western Europe. So anyway, getting to off track. I'm just kidding. The uh, <laughs> uh, ancient Greek terms give us the word panspermia. Pan means all, and sperm means seed. So it means pan seed. Got it. All seed. All seed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> the which also, by the way, would be a pretty good name for a porn actress, Pam Spermia. I think you just throwing it out there. If anyone wants <laughs> to not use bad. that, that's not, not bad, bad at all. The first mention of panspermia, the idea goes back to the fifth century. Jesus, wow. BCE. Wait, in, what? Panspermia, like, is it essentially an alien thing, or no? Well, it doesn't have to be, but it's the idea is that life did get here because uh, its origins is out of space. I'll explain more in just a second. Oh, okay. Mm. So, yeah, that's aliens. Yeah, essentially. That we're all aliens, essentially, or, yeah. or at least some of us are. So that ideal first cropped up in... Fifth century, wow. from a Greek philosopher named Anaxagoras. Hmm. I just call him Anaxi. And... <laughs> He at least that long that we have written records. Who knows if it wasn't bandied about over mushrooms in a yeah. valley somewhere many thousands of years before that probably was. But that was when his first sort of stated and written down. Huh. So the basic idea is, especially it's been associated with the Cambrian explosion. That was an explosion of life here on Earth about 540 million years ago. Is that possibly something like viruses or just the basic building blocks of life 
traveled here and landed on Earth by essentially like hitching a ride on, say, mm-hmm. a comet's tail or inside of stone and meteors and things like that, like or in some fashion or form, that basic building block got here on Earth, seeded life, and evolution took over, let's right. say. Right, I see. Huh. It would have been something like bacteria or something, you know, with some kind of DNA, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. They associate this with the Cambrian explosion because it's, I don't, I don't think it's inexplicable, but there was this sudden boom and variety of life at this point. Yes. A, a burst of biodiversity, as some have said, which I think is a, it's a great way to say it. It is a great way to say it. Sounds plausible to me. I yeah. believe it. I'm into it. Also, like some things like viruses, for instance, which seem odd and strange. Like, did viruses? So it, I guess it doesn't have to be everything, but it could be some things. And some people have thought of things like viruses or retroviruses that seem very different than other forms of life. Maybe they came here by panspermia or everything did. Mm-hmm. Or even some people think even like fertilized eggs of some kind of species got here by that way. And it, it is considered somewhat plausible. It's a little bit of a fringe theory, but I don't. it's not one that feels like it's absurd and ridiculous and conspiracy-minded. It's saying, you know, it, it is a little out there and there's, there's no you know, innate reason to believe it's true and it's not really very testable or provable sure. ever no matter what, in all likelihood. But it's out there. I mean, it's more believable than the whole God Wow. Story. Carrie is just going to just alienate a good <laughs> chunk is. of our hey, audience with it. Nobody has to believe what I believe. That's true. And really I'm, just people I'm, are not listening to this. I'm trying. <laughs> there might that. be. No, true. we know of one very religious yeah. listener who loves us. Oh, so she well, feel terrible shout out now? to them. Yeah. She doesn't, she doesn't care what I think. Period. She just likes to listen to my voice. Oh my! <laughs> you see how Carrie like went into <laughs> FM radio voice. She just likes to listen to my voice. It's Carrie on Slow Motion Rock FM ninety six point five, Santa Barbara, California. <laughs> Did you say Santa Barbara? Nice it, yeah. it just seems like the place that would have that kind of a station back yeah. in the olden days. So there's also something called soft panspermia or pseudo panspermia, where maybe it. Maybe just the barest building blocks, nothing very specific, like mm-hmm. not, it wasn't a virus fully formed or something like that, or even an animal fully formed, but just sort of the ba- the basic building blocks. The problem, of course, is that there's no reason that can't have happened here in, in any planet. It's not actually that hard. You have proteins or something like that. I can't remember. I've read it a couple of times, I've, and I've forgotten it a couple of times, <laughs> but basically it's, it's not that crazy for life to start with basic building blocks of organic material, mm-hmm. and all you need is like lightning and a soup of, of <laughs> I mean, really, don't, of, of gases yeah. and things like that. It's not yeah. that amazing, and we have lightning all the time, the, the spark of life is likely fairly common. We've all yeah. seen Frankenstein. That Yes. That and, I, that's and, where I was going with and that. And weird science. <laughs> weird science and Frankenstein. We've all seen it. It's, it's, it happens. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s early, early role, weird science, play the mall bully who poured a, I believe, a shake on top of Anthony Michael Hall and the other guy. Of course. In weird science. Naturally. Classic, classic scene. He had like weird mm. 80s, Hipster uh, and yeah. a big and a dangling earring. He was phenomenal. I've never seen that movie. Bobby, That's, it's a good movie. It's, it's a probably, good movie, actually. Uh, and Kelly Lip Brock might, might be a <laughs> little, little inappropriate mm, these days. I, I felt not. Big fan of Kelly Lip Brock. Big, big, <laughs> big fan. Especially I, back then. Uh, let the record reflect. I was rolling my eyes. She was rolling her eyes in <laughs> disgust. The harder version of this, or the more controversial version of this, is called directed panspermia. And that's essentially the Prometheus, or some version of that, mm-hmm. where some alien life form already fully fledged purposely seeded mm. Earth with life. Where how specific that has to be, 
it, it depends right. how specific. Could have been the building blocks. Like they did Prometheus was just sort of the building blocks, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen that movie, but yeah, wasn't it like? I think so. A pre, it was like a precursor. Don't look at Gary. She has no idea. Like yeah, a, that movie was like a prequel. Yeah, it was a prequel. So it prequel, was, yeah, yeah, the two aliens. Yes. Yeah, but but oh, I can't remember now. I, I think it was though. just. I think it was just they seeded and, and life sprang up. You yes. know, it, it evolved as it would. But yes. uh, you know, this this a continuum of this directed panspermia. It could be they put us here fully fledged and Adam and Eve, and we just forgot where we came from, but we were fully human or whatever. Yeah, or just God did it. Some guy in the sky <laughs> said. Francis Frick, the famous scientist and co what founder. Oh. Discoverer of the DNA. Yeah, he was kind of a, pan, a fan and a, and a proponent of panspermia. So it was a guy named Fred Hoyle, a famous scientist. There, so there have been some fairly reputable people who have thought this is something realistic. Hmm. So are we? Are we aliens? All, all of us aliens? I mean, probably. Some people do think so, and they think even further. Other folks, at least, that there is one specific creature on earth as i teased at the beginning mm-hmm. that may be the best evidence for an alien life form already among us here on planet earth can you guess what that creature is and if you're carrying i've clearly told you about this you have to fake like you don't know oh well i have forgotten then you have <laughs> forgotten okay yeah. i did tell you um i have a guess what is it Sloth bears. Please say wombat. Please say wombat. Oh, uh, sloth, sloth bears. bears. Why? Because they're so shaggy, furry, or something no, like that. No, I'm so sorry. Sloth. Mm, I might be wrong. Not sloth, sloth bears. bears. It's a. It's a bear they're, that is in Asia. Is in Asia alive mm-hmm. now? Yes. And they're weird. They are kind of weird. They're shaped weird, and people literally think they're humans oh. and bears. Are you think of sun, sun bears? bears? Sun bears. Sun bears. The Mala- in, sun in, bears. in Malaysia, in Malaysia, mostly. I think, I think that's yeah. other parts of that. Is that, what you're is that because about? the the zoo in China? And people thought, thought the guy, was, it, it, the, there's a sunburn, it shows it up, and he has kind of a saggy bottom. Yeah. And like he looks like standing. a man wearing pants. It looks like, yeah. I, I saw it a picture. Does. Now, yeah. when you see the video, you go, okay, now that's a bear, clearly. Yeah. But if all you see, and I first saw the picture of yeah. that, and it looks like a man in a bear costume standing up, he's got a saggy butt costume, yeah. Yeah. It's it, and it made the rounds it of did. the internet. But you literally just have to see it move a frame or two, and you realize, no, that's an yeah. actual bear. It's not a man in a bear costume. Is it a platypus? Ooh, that's a good one. Platypus a and a one. kitten are a very good one. They, they are nothing like anything else. They're in their own mm-hmm. order, as a matter of fact. The monotremata, obviously, we all do that. <laughs> S- no, that's not it either. Something no. even stranger. Something hmm. very... Maybe the most strangest creatures is visually on planet Earth. Is it... I mean, is it big? It can be pretty good. It but, can be very no, small. It can, it can be up to okay. but it's not bigger like, than humans. It's not microscopic. Can no, I no, guess? no, okay. no. The smallest they get is probably a couple inches. Blobfish. One of them, actually, the very, very small member of this species, can actually kill you with its venom very, very quickly, and it's about three inches long. Oh, is it a jellyfish? Very close. Now you're getting closer. I don't know. It is the octopus. Oh. The eight-legged creature that can fit into a of Coke course. bottle. That's good. It looks nothing and acts nothing. Well, the, uh, some people have argued that the octopus owes its existence to alien life. It's some that, kind of introduced alien life form. That's just because they've been watching Resident Alien. Possibly. I, or it's the other way around. I mean, <laughs> uh, octopus... <laughs> they are a very odd animal. Yes. Yeah. And they don't make any sense. They shouldn't exist. 
So yeah, maybe they are aliens. And they're very intelligent. They're very smart. So we'll go through some of the crazy shit that octopuses do. And by the way, I'm not going to say octopi because it's super pretentious. I'm going to (laughs) say octopuses like every other normal human being right now. Or, or, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I get a lot of eye rolls from your mother if I, if I do say that, even more than normally, which is, is a big number. So, so here's the thing. There has been two scientific studies thrown out there as like saying, hey, octopuses are aliens. And literally, like say, hey, science shows. One of them is, was published in the journal Nature, which is a very prestigious scientific wow. journal, although they did publish the dickhead anti-vax weasel and mm-hmm. Rigfield originally, to their great shame. But generally speaking... They're they're peer reviewed and highly regarded, and and they you know so so you see on their interwebs things like oh these two reputable scientific papers say that octopuses are aliens. You scratch the surface though, they don't really say that. Not at least how we think they do. One of them is flat out nonsense. So it was a a the the first one I think was the one published in Nature. As a matter of fact, people say oh this paper says octopuses are aliens, but you read the actual paper and. It literally doesn't say that. Not like, you know, it kind of implies it and the media is exaggerating. It literally says nothing of the sort in the yeah. entire paper. It's just, it's, it's whole fiction. They think they know what caused this fiction to happen or this this spin on that to happen is because when the paper came out, there's a press release, like it's very common, you know, these these big academics, they release a, a big paper in a prestigious journal, the university puts out a press release and a very handful of scientific journalists cover it. Yeah. And so that that happened here. So the press release, when it was issued, had a quote from one of the authors, and it was it was a guy named Clifton Ragsdale, pretty cool name. Super. He was an associate professor in neurobiology and organismal (laughs) biology and anatomy at the University of Chicago. Wow. He can barely pronounce his own area of research. (laughs) He said in this, he said his quote was, the late British zoologist Martin Wells said the octopus is an alien. In this sense, then, our paper describes the first sequenced genome from an alien. It turns out Martin (laughs) Wells was just kind of a jokester. He was a famous scientist. Now, he, he studied the octopus, and it was so weird to him, sometimes he would quip, God, it's like it's an alien. It's like it's yeah. from outer space. He didn't mean it. He never meant it literally. So his person who who you know came after him, Clifton, I just call him Clifton. Sometimes Cliffy. He, <laughs> he he used that quote. It got in the in the press release and super lazy and competent media, which is to say almost all of it, then turned that into headlines like scientists say octopuses are aliens and shit like that. So the that was the first one, right? Yeah. So in real life. Nothing of the sort was said. They were just razzing you. Just, eh, or just, just being, being super silly. incompetent and clickbaity. I no, choose I'm saying B. the scientists yeah, were just razzing. Absolutely. Absolutely. He was just trying to say a quote that would sell interest yeah. in the paper. He didn't mean Clifton Ragsdale, Cliffy, didn't mean for it to be taken <laughs> seriously. And Mark Wells clearly was just joking. Yeah. Messing around. The second one was a person that had 33 authors. 33 offers. This is the, the world of Publisher Paris. He turns on, can I just put my name on that? Yeah. Can I just, I, I need tenureship. Can I just, I'll do, I'll do some lab work. Is yeah. that cool? Put my name on it. So it was published in 2018 in the journal Progress in Biophysics and Molecular Biology. Cool. <laughs> Who reads these things? I guess people Mo- into yeah, biophysics and molecular biology. <laughs> so it is 26 pages of dense scientific stuff and it does mention the octopus a few times, but this article is actually advocating panspermia mm. and that panspermia is a thing. And so one of the, uh, I listened to a podcast, one of your favorites, Carrie, you, you know, probably know which one. And it kind of poo-pooed yes, that, do. oh, it's just nonsense. It's not true. 
that's not my opinion. It's an unfair characterization of this article. This article really does kind of say, you know, octopuses could be aliens. It's not saying it flat out. It's mostly about panspermia, but it's not fair to characterize it as saying this is like like the first one, right. like, oh, it's bullshit. This it's, isn't. it's not. They kind of do. These 33 authors kind of do. I kind of want to read it now. It's, no, you don't. Oh. <laughs> Trust me. But But mainly this article was about panspermia and kind of advocating panspermia and saying we, we think that's true and here's why and I don't I don't know all the reasons why they're very technical I get ex- I, I mean I let me take that back I know them <laughs> yeah uh-huh. I just I it's, it's a layman's audience like ours is a little bit uh, too, too much. much yeah right so, right okay. right of course so but again with the, like the first one the media just loved this they ran with it they did the same kinds of uh, headlines and things like like that about this Yahoo News for instance very reputable source <laughs> Had a headline in their article that said, Octopus genetic code reveals alien creature. Oh, God. The mirror, the uh, English tabloid, said that octopus genetic code is so strange it could be an alien, according to scientists. (laughs) Well, that one sounds better than the. It's a little better, but it's still not completely true. And again, they didn't really. It's hard to say. I don't think they're, they're not really at any point saying octopuses are yeah. aliens. The Irish examiner said, don't freak out, but scientists think octopuses <laughs> might be aliens after a DNA study. So Don't freak out. Thank you, Irish examiner. So what they cite, though, is that this incredible rise of octopuses and their cousins, squid, I, th- I think as well, could be due to panspermia. That's basically what they're saying in this idea. Like, like for instance, they, they say possibly... A fertilized octopus egg crashed into the ocean from, again, it it was on a a meteor or or more likely a a comet. And in the Cambrian explosion, the octopus and its cephalopod cousins were part of that Cambrian explosion, seeded from alien life form. And there are some real reasons. Do we know how long, you know, on the ever evolutionary scale octopus and squid have been we very much do okay does it fit absolutely not (laughs) Uh, so we'll get to that in a minute but extraterrestrial they also kind of augment this with this idea that maybe extraterrestrial viruses may have impacted these octopuses early octopuses and Mm. and changed their genetic code somehow or or changed them in a different way so it's sort of like did they come here through an egg or were they influenced by something else that came here and that's why they became so weird and different than any other animal like them because they are, they are very, very... They are strange. Yeah. They are very strange. So for this to be true, you do have to say the octopus must be a pretty amaz- amazing animal. Yes. Luckily, the octopus is an amazingly amazing animal. Yeah. I used amazing twice in the same... You did. Probably three times in the same sentence. That's not easy. <laughs> so let's talk about that. How are octopuses so nutty cuckoo? First, physically, eight limbs... That's that's weird. Very weird. Uh-huh. It is interesting how animals do have a kind of a body type. Mm-hmm. They uh, mammals pretty much all have, roughly speaking, the same body type, including mammals that have now acclimated to a marine environment, like dolphins and mm-hmm. whales. You mm-hmm. cut into the surface, you see the arms and legs. Yep. Yeah. You see the, the torso. You see the pelvis. You see all that stuff there. That's so why a lot of old tales think sailors mistook mis. Is that a word? Yeah. Mistook. Mistook. Sure, sure. What was it? Beluga the, whales? No, it was... Uh, manatees. Uh, manatees. Or, or Manate- more likely dugongs, which are out in the ocean. Yeah. As ocean. mermaids, because under... Like, they looked like... They had, like, knees yeah. almost. Well... And it looked, they just... The tails looked off. Yeah. And they thought... 
well, because yeah. also they would be sometimes up at the surface and nursing the young on on teats that are up there where in, on <laughs> kind of their correct. chest area. And they thought, oh, that's a mermaid with a baby, a baby mermaid. I, I mean. Oh, but look, it has a tail. So. And kind of an ugly face. She's still pretty hot. <laughs> I want to do things to I've, no hair. I've gone on record and I believe mermaids are real. So. I know you do. You're a so. big fan of mermaids. That movie that said mermaids are real, which wasn't true, you think is true. That's good. Yep. No, that's real. good. That's good because it probably Somewhere. is. They don't look like Ariel, but they're real. No, they'd be. It was like a documentary. It, it was, was like a, one, it was yeah. a fuckumentary. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it was awful. And they did the same thing with Meg, didn't they? With the yes. Megalania. I they do Megalania it every Dawn. single year. Did they really? What was yeah. their latest one? I mean, it's not like uh, full. Wombats. Um, wombats. Wait, they are real. Hold on. Um, <laughs> it's not full on documentaries, but. Dragons? There will f- there's forever like searching for Megalodon. Here's evidence. Megalodon uh, is real shows and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought the same because didn't the mermaids make those people make the same the Megalodon one? I don't Probably. Know. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, don't I think know. they should do elves. Oh, 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 gnomes. Gnomes. Law. Gnomes. Do gnomes. Gnomes are wheel. That's gnomes are wheel. <laughs> They're weird. They're so wheel, man. I've so got a, I've got a book about gnomes. Do you really? Uh huh. So impressed, but not really. <laughs> Each octopus arm contains 40 million receptors. Most of them are right along the sucker. The sucker is insane. It can smell. It can taste. What? Essentially, like, think of most of your body being a tongue, essentially. But your tongue can not just taste. It can also smell and detect chemicals. That's what the octopus arms and suckers are. That makes no sense. It's crazy. Wow. The uh, wild octopus have been observe using rocks to block entrances to their dens. So they're very smart. They can think ahead, Mm -hmm. which is not easy. Higher order primates do that sometimes, but not always even there. So they can think ahead and, and, and they also have, of course, are um, good parents. They're famously, they take (laughs) care of their, of their young, how they do that. They usually, they lay eggs and they need hard surfaces to lay eggs. And in some places, parts of the world, the hard, or parts of the ocean, I should say, the hard surfaces are fairly scarce. So mm-hmm. they've tended to congregate and they essentially have something that oh, yeah. look like nurseries. They, they have yeah. effectively nurseries, large nurseries wow. where multiple octopus moms are laying their eggs and taking care of their yeah. young. That's unheard of. Aren't the, they, the, like, don't they like stick them in like little compartments? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, they, and they've made apartment buildings. Yeah. Octopus apartment buildings where multiple octopuses are living and they rec- in each recognize multi-level. their own eggs. Yes. They, well, in, in, the, in the apartment buildings, they recognize their own den, I guess, right? Right. In this case, yeah, they recognize their young and their wow. own eggs too, sure. They're, um, they can probably smell them. Probably. With their suckers. Yeah. <laughs> With their suckers. Carrie, you see that. She couldn't tell you guys apart. She no. just smell you. Yeah. Smell you. Okay, that's Jack. <laughs> 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 he had the most distinctive smell. <laughs> they also, the mothers, mother octopus, mommy octopuses, they blow water <laughs> on the eggs to oxygenate them, and which also prevents algae and fungi from taking over and, and bothering them. And then once the eggs hatch, the, the juveniles, the little octopus babies, swim away and so they don't take care of them once they've hatched. Right. In fact, when the octopus mom finishes this process, she usually dies. Wow. Octopuses only live year, two years, three years max. What? They have very short lifespans, which we'll come back to in a minute. That Why that? Because that's very strange as that well. That makes me really sad. Motherhood is a sacrifice. Oh, wow. That is a beautiful <laughs> that, metaphor. Yes, said in the most martyred voice in the history <laughs> yeah. of podcasting right there. Motherhood, Motherhood is, is a sacrifice. sacrifice. Hey, I'm probably going to die when my mothering job is done too. 
Jesus uh, well, Christ, wow. what does that mean? Wow. It might take a hundred years. <laughs> well, Your that... job is never over. That's <laughs> yeah. my point. <laughs> okay. That doesn't even make sense then. Are you saying you're going to outlive all your kids? Are you going to murder your kids? <laughs> you're admitting on air to going planning on murdering your kids. That's it means what I'm, I'm always going to be the fantastic mother that I am now, mm. no matter See, how old my kids get. Mm-hmm. Boy, you guys put negative spin on everything I, I Negatively say. accurate is what I... So, I don't know. I don't know. I thought I was being nice. You are nice. Now you're being uh, <laughs> martyred and creepy. So... <laughs> They recently found the fourth known large nursery off the west coast of Costa Rica in very deep water. Also, by the way, it was an octopus species that lived there that may have been undiscovered until then. There's also these nurseries that have been found off Canada, California, and another one off Costa Rica. So, intriguing. But let's get to the real stuff about octopuses and why they might be aliens, because they're freaking smart. Especially for, you know, you think of what's the smartest animal? Humans, and then like dolphins maybe next, or maybe the higher primates. I think elephants are very intelligent. Higher primates. You would never think this creature that lives two years and it it seems like extremely primitive and alien and weird and alien. Just kind of floating through the ocean. You would never think the octopus is super smart. It's like in the animal, what's another animal? It's a terrestrial animal. Well, kind of. It's a what animal? It's a terrestrial animal, lives on land, but also in the air that people don't realize is incredibly smart is the raven and the crow. Oh, and I was going to say crow. They're extraordinarily smart. Yeah. Smarter they than any other bird. They can recognize yeah. faces. They can use hold tools. They, um, hold grudges. Yeah. They are very, very smart. At my job, there is the <laughs> fucking fattest crows I've ever Ooh. seen. They're huge. They could pick up a kid. Ah, they're I would huge. pay money to see that. The kids will walk past and be like, the fuck is that? They're I'm afraid, ginormous. I'm afraid of the crows. You should be. Those <laughs> crows are going to eat you, Billy. Stay away. Freak them out. They're you super weird. So, so octopuses are very smart. They have problem-solving capabilities. By the way, squid and cuttlefish are pretty smart, too, but I think octopuses are generally a little sm- smarter. They have half a billion neurons in their, in their brain, which is pretty close to dogs. Wow. It's much less than humans, but it's pretty close to dogs, and for their size, is is very impressive. Hmm. Been in captivity, they've done things like they've learned mazes, they've solved puzzles, they've learned to open up screw top jars, and again, they've been like we kind of uh, mentioned a second ago. They they build structures and even build protections for these structures, like putting rocks in front of the entrances to to protect them. Wow! Or sometimes they hide inside coconut shells, but I'm not that impressed. So by that. are octopuses very strong? They can be extraordinarily strong. Actually, I have something on here. I'll get to that in a second. But yeah, they, their their uh, arms and their suckers are crazy strong. I mean, wow. if they can open jars, that's. That's, or move rocks. Jars <laughs> <laughs> are Kira, very. Carrie has open. had a lot of problems with jars. <laughs> jars. She gets so pissed off when she has to let me open the jar. She goes, "Can you do this?" She's <laughs> <laughs> just angry, and I'll go get that little grip thing and do it really easily. I don't know that that's. She gets true. pissed. Oh my god. You've had me open 4,000 jars for you. I know, but I don't think I'm angry about yeah, it. Yeah, a little bit. There's some, there's some aggression there. There's some passive aggression. <laughs> um, I have... You open this, this goddamn jar. I, I, I loosened it. What? No, I have an injured oh, right yeah. index why. finger. That's the injury. That's good. Can you open this jar? I'm injured. And it doesn't seem like it would cause a problem with stuff like that. It's a huge problem trying to open... It so, is. So Thanks. nice, Dad. I feel nice. Bad. I feel at this, <laughs> yes. at this point, I'm ashamed of myself. You're ridiculing my disability, but okay. <laughs> I, I kind of am, actually. She threw the D word out there. <laughs> she, did. She, threw, she threw it out there. 
the most of those neurons are in the arms because it turns out the arms can act entirely independently of one another. It's essentially yes. like having they have a main brain and then they have eight brains, one in each arm. And those arms, oh. theoretically, those eight arms can do eight different things simultaneously. Wow. Is that amazing? Like That's mothers, crazy. Like mothers can. Oh, yeah. God. You're just feeding into her. <laughs> I was going to say our You were going to say that exactly. No, I wasn't, okay. but I was going to say, you know, Carrie, I can wave high You with can't this do clockwise and, and counterclockwise at the same time. Why are you being so mean can to me? You? Can you do it? Because I don't think why I can. What do you Why? Let me see. Do it. Do it. Do it. What are you doing? Do you know how you, you do have one hand go? I can do this. Wait. Yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Can you, you do it? Let's see you do it. This is great. Oh, actually, I can't. This is not. This is not easy. It she's is. doing the thing where she's doing one hand in circles and one hand patting her head. No, it's not hard. I know. Have you? Wait. I'm surprised you. There's can do something. It, I can. There's something else. Anyway, we can't do nearly <laughs> anyway. as much as, as octopuses can at the same time. So, I mean, give it a shot. We're here, right in Greek and with one <laughs> hand, and Latin in the other simultaneously. Actually, there was some president who supposedly could do that. He's ambidextrous and can write like Greek with his left hand at the same time he's writing in Latin with his right hand, which I think is probably who bullshit. was it that supposedly could write backwards and he would do? Oh, like uh, Da Vinci, that. I think did right. Who was it? Da, da Vinci? Vinci? Yeah, some maybe. I'm Seems not sure. Like some shit. Yeah, da Vinci yeah, would Leo. do. Yeah, that does think, seem a little Da Vinci. I don't think I believe that one either. You probably shouldn't. It's really Da Vinci coded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Aaron was uh, here, she would have uh, thought uh, that was funny. <laughs> But all, and this has been recognized for a long time, like way back in 1959. So a long time ago, crazy long so time. So crazy ago. long. This, was this, anyone even alive then? A few people. It was a <laughs> small population yeah. of, of upper primates known as humans. Right. The a couple of, of scientists were studying octopuses, and they had an octopus named Charles. And he, the, the octopus, tried to drag a light, which was suspended over the water, like like it lit his tank. Mm-hmm. He tried to drag it down into the tank with him, right? And when he wanted to do this, if anybody approached him to stop him, he would squirt water at them to oh. stop them from stopping him. And he, I, I, there was some kind of a lever involved, and I guess he was, they were, so they were repeating this experiment over and over again with him. So to stop this annoying experiment from going on, Charles broke the lever. Oh, shit. Ended the experiment. Wow. And made them stop. It's like, I know what you're doing. I know how you're doing it, it. And I'm going to, I'm not doing this anymore. They are well known as incredible escapees. It is so hard to keep yeah. an octopus in captivity yeah. in like a lab or something like that because they can get out of that uh, tank almost every time. They have been known when kept in labs, they will slither out of their tank somehow, go to an adjoining tank where the food is kept, eat, and then go back to their tank and be back in their tank. They've even been known to cover their tracks by they'll open a lid in the tank where they're getting something, where they're stealing something, and then they'll close that lid when they leave. It's like, I, I, I wasn't in I there. Was in I don't there. know what you're talking about. I didn't go the inside The lid that is thing. closed. But they know they should close that lid. Yeah. Back That's interesting. Was, yeah. That's, That's weird. That's weird. They've been known to turn off lights by squirting a jet of water at the <laughs> switch yeah. on the Whoa. wall. They have short-circuited uh, lights by squirting water at lights. <laughs> so... They have uh, plugged the like valves and things like that in their tanks so they overflow just, again, to piss for you fun. off. I mean, they, yeah, for fun. <laughs> I mean, so here's some, some of the ways include, uh, like, okay, again, the arms can act independently, which I think is amazing. And like you said earlier, they can recognize people. Not only can they recognize people, but they can like you and dislike you. Wow. And they've shown over clear evidence that there are people they like and don't like. And I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll, I'll end this by talking about one such event, which is going to be pretty amazing because it's not only the fact that they can do that and they recognize you, but they can retain that memory for a very long time. So 
they, uh, they I mean, they really, they, they, the, some lab people they like, other research assistants they don't like. My feelings would be so hurt yeah, if an octopus oh didn't like me. <laughs> I would try so hard to make the octopus like I me. I would need their approval to like get on with my day. I would give it extra food. I would sneak yeah. it extra food. Yeah. I would. I would eventually. I'd probably free it into the ocean. Yeah. I would do a lot to get. I'm pretty sure I would. Like me. When, I mean, Carrie, right? Sure. Oh, oh my God. Carrie probably would not give a shit. She'd be the one, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And she'd be the octopus's favorite puss person. You know what? She absolutely would. Because she'd be like, whatever. She wouldn't care, whatever. I don't even care, octopus. And they'd be like, I love that one. And then I love the Carrie. octopus would be trying to make Carrie like them. Yeah. And that's not fair. <laughs> that's wrong. Damn you, Carrie. God, Carrie. God, God damn, damn it. it. Damn you. Why are you being so mean to us, Carrie? <laughs> Sound familiar? They are, um, as we, as I think you guys know this, they're amazing masters of camouflage. Yes, yes. I do know that. They have those, oh, what do they call those photoreceptors, those chemo something something, chemoreceptors or something like that. You did all the research. I know. <laughs> I have it here somewhere, but I don't have it in front of me. But it is pretty amazing. It, it, I, I have mean, seen yeah. videos yes. of it. it. It's instantaneous. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And, and it's, not only are they changing color effortlessly and instantly and perfectly to mimic their background and therefore either be hidden or prey or prey on something else, they can actually change the texture of their skin yeah. to, to feel like that. What? Like sometimes they, they want to look like a rock behind them. They'll yeah. change their color. They'll also change the texture of the skin so it feels more rock-like. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. Can any other animal do that? No. I mean, other animals can do camouflage, like chameleons yeah. can do camouflage. Yeah. Nothing not approaching what squids yeah. and cuttlefish and octopuses can do. Yeah. That's they can, so cool. Their camouflage, I've seen, you've, we've all seen it where it's just, I mean, they're swimming and moving and their their it's whole changing. skin is changing yeah. instantaneously as they go, you know, by the, the frame or, or they pan through the scene. So that's crazy. They can also change their shape to look like other creatures. They do that. It also helps them either hide or prey. And they can squeeze into anything again they're yeah. invertebrates but it's you'll see a pretty good sized octopus and think no way and and it'll it will be able to put itself in like a coke bottle or something yeah. like that yeah and and and, they, and it'll do it too yeah it seems like why are you doing that just yeah. to, to make us to freak us out probably i feel like, I feel like they like, are look yeah i'm taunting like, the fact that i'm an alien <laughs> in front of you. we're being pretty obvious but you still haven't figured it out yeah Again, like we mentioned, they can construct uh, apartment buildings. One apartment building that was found from theirs had 15 occupuses living. Occupuses? Well, the occupancy was 100% of octopuses. That's called occupuses. It's, it's, it's a technical real estate right, term, right. so I don't know if you guys know that. I, you, I shouldn't have expected you to know that. My bad. They also have been able to figure out childproof pill bottles and open them. Oh. There are lots of adults yeah, like that you. can't figure out sometimes me <laughs> that do not figure I have when it was, when they have to if it's the push down and turn, not a problem. Right. But when you have to line up those two things and those two yeah. you know the, the and the, the exact same color, that's some bullshit. Oh, I can do that. I don't appreciate that. Or if, well, if you have, I have to, to feel it, if you have to squeeze and turn, those are hard for me. Oh, see, like that's that's squeeze oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and turn. Toilet bowl cleaners have yes. that. Also, um, laundry detergent packages. We need to get a pet octopus just to open my laundry detergent. I am super it. okay if you get in a pet octopus. By Yay! The way. Okay. Can have Let's for sure do years, that. Though. We just can't name him anything that starts with an O. Can't I name him Oliver or something. Can't open them. I really? have to cut well, them open and then throw the packaging away and. Decant them into something else. Mm. Decant. We will train Minestrone the octopus. Minestrone. <laughs> like we will train like Minnie. We'll train Minnie to open Aww. your uh, things, and, and he can open my childproof pill bottles. 
So are Although she... I don't need, I don't have young children in the house where I think are going to eat my laundry detergent. So mm. I don't need the child proofing I once I shocked. get them open the first time. I wouldn't be super surprised if some of our kids ate the uh, laundry. Well, they haven't done it yet because I have nothing secured in the laundry room. Okay. Well, you're a terrible parent. <laughs> my your... youngest child is 23. I well, think we're okay. I'm a big Still. girl. Okay. I do my own laundry. Yeah, you can't, well, you, you can't open the squeeze and turn pill bottles. So, They're hard. And they are child-proof. So you're a child. Whatever. A, you asked about the strength of the octopus yes. a while ago. So a large single sucker, just one sucker, can lift 16 kilograms in the air. I did not look up how much 16 kilograms are. Carrie's going to do that right now. In the now. air? In the air. Meaning not in the water, not in the Correct. ocean. Correct, yes. Because I could probably lift 16 kilograms in the ocean. Well, you're a person. Oh. With my pinky. Carrie, stop <laughs> bagging She's on. in competition she, with the octopus. I feel like she is. She's still mad at the octopus because now I think the octopus would not like her and she's going to be... 35 pounds. 35 pounds. Wow. So they're very strong. That's a... Beefy baby. Yeah. I mean, they can hold you down. If there's the big, I think the biggest octopus is. And that's one sucker. Uh, that's one sucker. Just wow. one sucker. So remember, they have tons of suckers on every single arm. I would not They're win very in a fight strong. with an octopus. Yeah. I mean, if, if they are anchored to like a stone at the bottom of the ocean you're, and they grab you, you're done. You're not getting away. You yeah. better have a knife and you better wow. chop on that arm. Kill an octopus. Because hey, you're their, not going to get away. Do their um, tentacles regenerate? I don't think so. I've but never I heard don't that before. know for a fact one way or the other if there are well, you should look that up if they could I it would have been not. in your research probably time. so yeah. probably so i don't think so so yeah so each arm has like 240 suckers so think about that wow yeah you're done yeah it's over it's over bro bro it's over again they can learn mazes they can open doors they can close the doors behind them they can as i mentioned a minute ago they can you know cover their tracks well guess what open and close tanks what they can Besides their nervous system, octopuses can also regenerate their tentacles what? in parts of the eye. No. What? Yeah. Yep. So that's freakazoid. More evidence they are aliens because that's yes. not something. That's no mammal can do that. that. Other things can do that. Lizards can kind yeah. of, I think, maybe. So this, Yeah, they can regenerate. So I'm, I'm less impressed now. Takes about three days for cells wow. to cover the amputation site and take on a hook-like shape within two weeks. Blah, blah, blah. Will it become a full arm? 130 days, the octopus will have gained another fully functioning arm. Yeah, but that's like a sixth of their life, so it's a yeah. long time. They would probably get taken out by something around them. Yeah, before I, with it only seven arms, no chance. They're yeah. done. <laughs> what are you talking about? But they lost like four arms. Octopus. How many hearts do you think, think octopuses have? Fine. Eight. Three. Oh. And their blood is the color of poop. No. <laughs> it's blue. It's blue. Carrie for sure just read that on the... No, okay. I was thinking of those crabs. Oh, you're thinking of Mr. Spock. So I He also had blue blood from they, Star Trek, right? They're also... I think you were thinking of Spock. You know, it's the, and it's the reason, the same reason that Spock had blue blood, because this copper-based hemocyanin instead of iron-based hemoglobin in their mm, blood. I don't yeah. know what many of those words mean. Is, that the, is it the same thing as those crabs that uh, probably it has to be is being a bad thing copper based yeah uh, like scientists are taking all the crab blood what what's happening what are you talking about crab uh, blood that'll be another episode of weird world called crab blood but i also I like learned crab blood. I, i'm intrigued but go ahead i also learned that octopus can shed their limbs really? so like if a shark grabs an octopus oh. limb they can just say take it you can have it go for yeah. it if, you, if you're gonna be a jerk about it just take the just whole yeah, goddamn thing like lizard, hair. like lizard like lizard tails so 
that octopuses are this smart, though, is very strange from an evolutionary aspect. Why, you ask? It's because they live two years. Yeah. It's extremely expensive in terms of energy and output and evolution to be that smart. Yeah. Prime, when, when humans became that smart, we had to devote a lot of our intake and energy uh, and into our brains. You, it's, it's, uh, brains are very expensive. They take a lot. Same thing. Becoming intelligent, having this big a brain, having this many neurons, takes a lot out of the octopus. And for that short of a life, evolution and biologists think that's that's very strange. It's not seen in any other animal. Other at the, those smart animals we talked about, you know, elephants and dolphins and mm-hmm. primates usually live much, much, much longer. And like look at primates, the the ones that are the smartest, like chimpanzees and orangutans, live, live much longer than mm-hmm. you know your typical oh, let's say capuchin monkey. Why do, mm-hmm. why do turtles live so long? Does that mean they're really No, I think too? that's more metabolism. Super, oh. super slow. Meta- <laughs> they just like take it easy, man. They vibe and chilling. Yeah. They don't have energy mm-hmm. for anything. They don't. They really don't. They don't burn the candle on both ends. They don't burn the candle They don't burn all. the candle. They yeah. don't have a light. They, didn't, they don't have a candle. <laughs> There's no candle. Can- There's no candle. They live in the dark. <laughs> so like one scientist said, it's, it's a bit like spending a vast amount of money to do a PhD, and then you've got two years to make use of it. It doesn't. It, it's odd. Yeah, it doesn't make it sense. So no, and no one knows why. Why octopuses, out of all the animals that live a similar lifespan, is the only one that's remotely decently intelligent, let yeah. alone extraordinarily intelligent. So it's very weird that that happened. So I mean, you could make a claim. Look, it is very strange. It's much smarter than other animals like it. It's much much smarter than anim- animals that live a lifespan that short. It does things that higher order animals cannot do. Yeah, and reasons. And puzzles in a way that I don't know if any animal can is is there a match to some of those things. So and it's this weird looking, primitive looking creature mm-hmm. called the octopus. Yeah. So are octopuses aliens? What do you think? Yes. Carrie? Yes, also? Unequivocal? No, I don't no, think so. No, I don't think no, they are. No. Well, it turns out Carrie's right. They're not. <laughs> Damn it. Evolutionary, we see them. So the, so the idea that panspermia, let's go back to the original idea, yeah. right? They're there. I mean, we, we know the evolutionary pattern and history of octopuses and cuttlefishes yeah. and squids. Pretty detailed. Yeah. We see them throughout. There's, there's, there's no room there. One, and, and so say they, were, they came fully formed and suddenly mm-hmm. they're here in the Cambrian period. Well, what that means is that there would have had to have been a planet with octopuses exactly. on it, yeah. just yeah. like, and and that would have had to, I guess, you know, one of those octopus creatures would have had to uh, crash landed on the tail of a comet or whatever yeah. onto Earth and then gave rise. It's not impossible, but it's not likely. And again, we see, well, go ahead. Uh, how hot does the tail of a comet get? It's actually icy cold. Oh, Quite how, how icy cold? Does super the tail cold. of a comet get? Uh, so super, super, it, super, super, it super, super cold. survive that? How do we? We don't know. Who knows what would survive? We've things that can survive hundreds of years. Things like buried seeds and things like that. We don't know. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> we don't know. That, that I will throw out there as a possibility. That, that's not impossible that, that something like that could survive the, the coldness of the vastness of space. I, I just think, think it's really cool that we've lived long enough to like figure all this Figure stuff all out. this stuff out. And like we know aliens are yeah. real. Like now, like eight, yeah. like eight, like extraterrestrial life exists. Yeah, beyond yes. us, yes. it's cool. Like that's pretty much confirmed. But we do see the octopus and the creatures like it, given rise and start out and and, and evolve. evolve over millions and millions right. of years. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. They, aliens are real, but 
octopuses are not aliens. Let's go with that. Let's go with aliens that. Aliens are real. I, I yes. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm probably gonna surprise you. I'm gonna say that I'm 94 percent sure that octopuses are terrestrial. But there is yeah. a, a part of me that says, okay, could they? Could that egg have come over? Yeah. And that one octopus then gave rise to all those or octopus-like creatures. creatures. We're talking five hundred forty million years ago, get, gave rise to other octopus-like creatures. And that's and why they are so. Do smarter people than us believe that there is another planet out there with the same environment that an octopus could have lived in? It, I mean, that's what does it mean? It means water, and roughly at our temperature and our chemical similarities that's not impossible that's there almost certainly is other plants that have similar conditions to earth yeah sure. why not totally. i don't know uh, i, I think so yes i, I think there are know. lots of earth-like planets out there yeah, most I think, I think most astronomers astrophysicists think there are lots and lots of earth-like planets out yeah. there whether there's life on them we don't know no one knows we but gotta find them because we gotta we gotta go there we, eventually we're going to we're because gonna we're to gonna move. fuck we're our place up and actually it turns out within the next 20 or 30 years yeah, yeah maybe so less we gotta so get there let's get on it guys yeah but, or, or let's just clean up this fucking planet for. Mm, I think it's too late. Por que no los dos? <sighs> well, because another another podcast, <laughs> different topic. An, an, another podcast. It's a podcast about nutter butters. If we talk too much about Carrie's the Earth favorite. dying, I will have a panic attack. Yeah, so let's move on. Let's not do that. <laughs> and Jack's not here. Also, though, <laughs> to help me, most other scientists that aren't among the thirty-three <laughs> that wrote air quotes this paper. <laughs> think it's bullshit and actually yeah. actually some like okay they're speculating in a way that's almost you know a little bit irresponsible mm. it, it isn't very scientific it's sure. not it probably isn't it's yeah. just throwing it's throwing stuff out there let's be honest pro, I, I don't want to impugn their motivations but it sounds like they're attention seeking yeah I, it's, of yeah. course that what a eye-catching line it, it, it really well, is. it's going to yeah. spark conversation unlike the first one that didn't have anything about octopuses being aliens where they just had the quote about it was a it was an article about octopuses being amazing but and he, and the public and the press release said something like that that was not the the rightest fault this is they are clearly yes. talking about octopuses potentially being aliens um having said that like i said i still have six percent of me thinks that's not I impossible so I, there's value yeah. in, in speculation but some of their brethren were not super jazzed about this article one of them said, quote, many of the claims in this paper are beyond speculative and not even really looking at the literature. Because like, for instance, the octopus genome was mapped, was fully mapped in 2015 before this paper was published. This paper was about the, uh, the octopus genome. And again, they say it's completely terrestrial. That genome, it has other qualities very much like DNA and RNA, like every other life form out. I mean, that's not probably the best argument for yeah. that it not being an alien is that Yes, it's really weird and really amazing and really smart, et cetera, et cetera. But otherwise, it's, it's like other forms of life that we don't think are aliens or very few people okay. think are aliens. Well, here's the thought. Maybe all the creatures of the entire universe mm -hmm. and beyond have those same characteristic characteristics in their DNA and yeah. RNA. Mm -hmm. And they're all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So... They're all aliens. I like it. I like it. Pipe and smoke it. Okay. Another one said the findings, quote, cannot be taken seriously. There is no evidence for it at all. So, so most scientists think it's not true. And again, the, the, the core of the article was about panspermia and advocating, in a sense, panspermia. The octopus was sort of cited as the best case yeah. for a panspermia. So, yeah. uh, you know. Now, panspermia. Yeah. I don't dispute the possibility of. 
Um, I don't either. I don't. I mean, I, I, that. yeah, that's a cool theory, and yeah, it's not impossible. Yeah, that's I, I. I totally agree. I don't think it's true. It's probably not because, like I say, I I, I wish I w- I should have kept something a quote from that, but I did when I was researching this. I saw a, a, a biologist or something talk about how it's not hard at all to create right. life. It really is. It's probably very common. Yeah. If yeah. those Earth-like planets all out there, all across the universe, do have, have those conditions, they mm-hmm. probably have life. Yeah. yeah. That's how, how not incredible that part of it is. Right. So the, we don't need panspermia to explain to life on Earth. We have a very, very perfectly good theory of how that happened. So if you don't need panspermia, you follow Occam's razor and you say panspermia is not true. doesn't mean it's not right. true. It just means it's less likely. Yeah. Right. And the octopus part, I'm still going to stick with my 6%. <laughs> I just, that's valid. I think it's a valid percentage. And the main reason I'm saying I'm giving it 6% rather than 2 is that this is my favorite story in doing the research, was that they had an octopus. I can't remember when exactly what. It wasn't super long ago, but it's in the lab, and there's lots of research assistants going in and out of the lab and taking care of the octopuses. And again, we know the octopuses like and dislike certain people. So this one octopus, every time this female lab assistant would come in, it would use this little jet thing there by up on its head. That's how they move around in the water and squirt a powerful stream of water and right at her face every oh, time she came in. She hated the octopus. No, it, it hated her. Oh. And she hated it. It was they were mo- they were not even frenemies. <laughs> they, they were, were mortal flat enemies. Flat out mortal enemies, exactly. <laughs> so the octopus's name was Truman. Ooh. And he would shoot this big this stream of salt water at this poor woman whenever he could, whenever she got near enough for him to hit her. And she quit. Uh, wow. She left the lab, left her position. She went away. I think she actually went to go to back to college or something like that, yeah. right? But still, she was gone for months and months and months. And she came back just for a visit to her old friends in the lab right. several months later. Truman, still in that tank, first sight of her, <laughs> boom, <laughs> shot a jet of water wow. right in her face. And he never did it to anybody else? I don't know if he did it to other people, but he oh, he would do it to her every, every single time. time. Didn't like her and remembered his dislike with her instantaneously months wow. after she, she was She should have gone. done things like colored her hair, <laughs> wore sunglasses. Fake <laughs> mustache. Yeah. <laughs> try to, try uh, to scene. That I feel like, That would have been really That would have been actually, that's actually a pretty good experiment. Yeah, yeah you're right. Change your appearance. Yeah, are they, they, can, are they smelling you? Are they right. doing, are they chemically... Recognizing yeah. you, I don't know. Yeah. Are they recognizing you, your appearance? Yeah, yeah. And would you really be able to, like, just a pair of start with just like a new hairdo and yeah. then go on with like Groucho Marx glasses and nose and <laughs> yeah. until yeah, yeah, I like that until I have major facial reconstructive plastic surgery. Yes. It's worth it's science. It's worth it. it. Let's send a, a research proposal to. That's a great idea. Know, some. Research Institute, Institute yeah. of Octopuses. It's mm-hmm. called, well, obviously R-I-O, Rio. <laughs> it's sometimes it's, it's in Brazil, right? ironically. So I think that's actually a good, good call. Let's do that. Let's do it. Well, that's the story of alien octopuses. Are they aliens? We have a, a yes. We have a no. We have a 6% possibility. <laughs> so if you average those together, it's 160 divided by three. So it's like 35 
percent likelihood. So we, she's a hundred. What? You're zero. Oh. I'm six. <laughs> so it's about thirty-five percent possible. I'm saying, given probability, given someone who doesn't understand how probability uh-huh. works, it's a thirty-five percent likelihood that octopuses are aliens. Okay. Let's publish that Good finding because what we think is 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 it, and because that's how probability works. So, thank you for listening to the octopus alien story. Tell thank us if you, you think octopuses are aliens. Or at least, or even tell us if you think penspermia is how we all got here. That, like, like Gary said, I, that's not impossible. Yeah, it's not. Right on. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. Now we just make it sound. So we gotta go. All right. All right bye. I'll see you guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys. <laughs> see you <later. laughs> all of you listening, I'll see you later. You Physically see, see you in person later.